Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great wow. It's very rare that all three of us have our fists into star. Boom! Welcome back to DC Movie News, friends. Uh, we are missing our Johnny LaQuasto this week as he is on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. What is that song? John Denver. Thank right? you. Yes, yeah, John Denver. Know. The way I was singing it, it's nobody. I'm Roxy Stryer alongside the man who has all of the answers, apparently. It's Mikey Christmas, Mike Kalinowski. I do? Yeah. I'm the answer man? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, speculation I'm regretting man. that. I'm regretting already calling you the answer, man. I take it back. That sounds good. Oh, I think no, I like that. I, I think we like, get a soundbite of that too. I don't like Ryan, let's get all. a soundbite of that, please. No. Yes. Oh, she blew it already. Uh, the, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> the man with the very se- why so serious, Adam Gertler. Hmm, what's happening here? Hmm, you doing some How's speculating? How's it going, everybody? Um, I just watched uh, DC Universe. Has anybody seen Superman Red Sun? No, no, I saw it was on there, finally. I have not watched Mm-mm. it yet, buddy. How I want to get to that. great late-night watch last night. Was it? Loved it. Hmm. I watched um, DC, uh, the Titans, for the, the, Jan- the Janus? Um, the Judas. Judas, Judas Contract. Yeah. That was good. That was good. I watched um, um, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, or is this just about DC stuff, or I thought we were just sharing? I finished Watchmen, too. Oh, I finished okay. Watchmen right. last night. Oh, nice. How would yeah. you think? Man, like, it's funny because I'm torn because I knew it wasn't, I always wanted more of the original characters. Like whenever right. they focused on Asimandias, you know, and Dr. Manhattan and then, you know, stuff like that. I've always loved that. So the last couple episodes are really awesome. But my God, was that so poignant? Like the whole Senator Keene when he's like, man, it is just tough to be a white man in America today. I was just like, oh my wow. God. Oh my God. How like, if he was a, Lindelof was a fortune teller. Jeez, so prescient, so prescient. Man. Oh God! What do you think? I mean, is there any part? I wonder. Hold that- on, real quick, Adam. Sorry, I didn't mean it's what he said is true. Like, I don't feel it's a bad time to be like. No, I don't no, want. No. I don't want the the viewers and listeners to think. What's Mike say? He's like, no, how on the nose to certain parts of our country are acting right now? Ridiculously. I, I think everybody knows that's how you feel, Mike. Oh, oh, um, God. Uh, no, very I, true. <laughs> I mean, wow. Do you think there's any part, any world where like Alan Moore is a little bit aware of some of this and maybe is like, well, maybe oh, it's okay. Adam, it's so funny you say that. No. Cause I, I think it was either, no. I think it was talking to John Rocha on his, on the outlaw nation. I was talking cause you know, Alan Moore is so anti anything. Well, but he's been done dirty so many times, Mike. Like, League I get of Extraordinary it. Gentlemen, like go down the list. Most of them suck. Sir. And I agree, but I kind of want him to be somewhere going, huh? Okay, well played. I don't agree with I don't, it, I, but there's, well played. There's no chance it's happening. He's sitting there curmudgeonly right now, like, because that just, didn't happen. Like, he <laughs> used some of his stuff. It happened in the book like it happened. He didn't change anything. He didn't go. It, it's like they took. I, that's why, and I, get I agree. But okay, none of this is what we are is right, on the I'm deck sorry, today. We have a mass. This is a massive. You know that we like to vamp on this show, but we need no vamping today because we have had a massive DC movie news week last week, and we're having another one this week. As I dare I say, drama rolls out. Um, you know, drama. and there's a lot of stuff going on, and we are here to break it down with you guys. Of course, I'm talking about the Ray Fisher situation, um, and him calling out Joss Whedon. Now I, I got a little bit of heat for saying that uh, previously that he was, he was coming after Joss Whedon. I don't know what the right verbiage is there. So Ray Fisher is saying things that are his truths about Joss Whedon. Like, is that the right verbiage? Cause I'm not even trying to say that he's coming he's after him. Yeah, you, he's got, you got heat truth. rocks. There you we got go. Heat? 
I, I did. I got when when the F do I not get heat? But we will be breaking down that entire situation as it is slightly confusing. And we do want to talk about it. And then, of course, John Berg chimed in. So we'll have to speak about that as well. That was Henry Cavill talking more about Superman. Uh, you know, that's the thing that uh, who who would have guessed today's show? We're going to be talking both about Henry Cavill, possibly with Superman and question mark ben affleck as batman i don't want to see you cringe yet mikey i don't want to see the cringe we will get there uh i know i know and then uh of course we'll be talking about dc fan dome dome hey hey rocks do we always do that because i like that that you did that the fan dome you did a nice little rundown of everything we're going to discuss and i think that that's a good thing to do I feel like I always do that, Ryan. Don't do I, Ryan Nilsson, our amazing producer? Don't I? Yeah. Give a little bit of a rundown. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a consistent, a consistent cool, thing. Cool. It's just usually like one or two stories. Today we got a handful. Yeah, today I was giving a couple more. A couple it more. It gets times. me excited to hear what's coming. I'm getting the people pumped. I'm I'm here for the tease. people, really. Yeah, that's a nice little tease. I'd never let it be said that Roxy is a tease. Heyo. Thanks for that, Mikey. So happy that's out there. Yep, that's what they call me. See, what did I say about you today? I said you're the man with the answers. What did you say about me today? Yep, I don't think it's Um, I don't know if we're going to get into it, but there was also, in some relevant Superman news, Dean Cain was saying some stuff that got him some flack. Let's get into that. He came at me too once. Dean Cain did? Yeah, we got into it on Twitter. But this this was back with the immigration in the wall. But boy, oh yeah, it's awesome. So, All right, so this, I'll this, add that to the rundown and we'll talk about that there. in a little yeah. bit, okay? But this really does really tie into Superman Red Sun and why you should watch it. Whoever, <laughs> I don't know how they got this script approved, but it is very relevant to right now. I know this series is from Cruddy three years ago or One Shot, whatever it was. Did you ever read the Elseworlds, Adam? I didn't, I, I don't know if I actually read I, the I never did. Elseworlds. I never read the one. I, the one. I wish I even knew what Dean Cain's situation you guys were talking about. Oh, right rocks, we'll blow your mind. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll like that gif. Well, I can't wait to. Turn, it's 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 an emoji. It's not a gif. It's just no. A, it's a gif. It's the one guy, the scientist, and he goes. Oh, all right, yeah. fair enough. Let's talk about Ray Fisher, guys. Uh, Ray Fisher, friend of the show, previous of guest show. of the show, uh, hopefully future guest of the show. Mm-hmm has been active on social media talking about his relationship with Joss Whedon. There was a video of Ray Fisher and Jason Momoa when they were doing press for Justice League. I think we were there, weren't we? I mean, I, ha- I remember being there in that Hall H, yeah. And, and then what happens in there is he says some complimentary things um, of Joss Whedon. Then he says he would like to take a moment uh to fully retract every forceful, bit. Did say forceful, forcefully retract? Or forcefully retract. I'm trying to read it backwards as Ryan yeah, put he, it up on the screen. Forcefully, forcefully retract. Okay. Oh. To forcefully retract what he had said. So essentially saying every nice thing I've said about Whedon, nah, never mind. That's not true. Obviously, he was asked to clarify. And this was the tweet that we got from Ray Fisher. He said on July 1st, Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. (laughs) Now, this is the next part of the tweet. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. And ends the tweet by saying, accountability over entertainment. All right, so we have now officially had two days to process this. This came out two days ago. And what has the emotional roller coaster been for you guys after seeing Ray Fisher say this about Joss Whedon, who we previously believed he had a positive relationship? Adam, I'm coming to you. Thoughts on this tweet? Um, This is really frustrating in media that has happened really recently when people whose work you respect and admire, you immediately have to call into question about their whole history because of what their character is. Now, we don't have any specific accusations here, so this isn't something like accusations levied against 
a Michael Jackson, a Bill Cosby, a Woody Allen. You know, these are people whose work is beyond iconic. And if you accept that they were responsible for these claims, it's really tough to say, no, appreciate the art, not the artist. That is just too hard to do while this, while it's relevant, while the people are alive. Um, Joss Whedon has come under fire for some female related mistreatment allegations right yes. around the time he stepped away from the Batgirl project. Um, and, you know, even in my mind, him stepping in for Justice League, I always thought like, all right, maybe it wasn't the most successful, but I thought he was like the good guy, team player. I'm just picking up the pieces. And this paints the picture of a guy who on set derided Zack Snyder's vision openly among the people who had just made that movie and perhaps tried to get the cast who was all in on that film to do things that they did not think that their characters would do in several instances we heard. And I'm just going on what little scraps of information we have referring to the, you know, a stupid sexist shtick with Flash and Wonder Woman, whether Ray wants to say booyah or not, or he feels it's demeaning or not of his character or whatever. Um, and then some, you know, unprofessional content. Um, and then that being supported by producers who are no longer really there, right? Like Jock Berg is not on Warner Brothers or, or is he anymore? Because I know he's doing this film with Momoa now as well sort of related well jeff johns is certainly still there and i do think that john berg is a producer who has been in multiple different locations so i, I don't know that he's officially not with warner brothers or if he just kind of bounces around a little bit um, um either but, way though it's a big deal for ray fisher who is not a huge star to come out and say this and it is as you know unfortunate that no one else in his cast is really backing him up right now so we don't really know what to make of it, but I really don't think that the guy's going to come out and say some stuff like this if it's completely out of left field. I got to believe that there's fire where this smoke is. Mikey, how are you feeling? Yes. Um, you know, okay, so I could, I didn't want to, I didn't say anything years ago, or not years ago, a couple years ago. I had heard some stuff on set about this. Again, it's rumored. I don't know rumors, but I had heard, especially Gal and Patty Jenkins got really crappily treated and you got to all this stuff comes out now and you got to put in context the whole batman situation blowing up and you heard little things that him and jeff johns were not getting along uh, on the affleck batman side right mm -hmm. so that makes sense now you heard it, it makes sense now because remember justice league this and the whole we didn't stuff this was wonder woman had not come out yet they were filming this that it was announced like a thing in march when he took over and wonder woman came out in june of the same year so Wonder Woman was not a hit yet. No one knew what it was going to do. So I'm sure he was on set. And that makes, lends credence to all these rumors I heard about him treating Gal like crap and saying, that's not the character of this. And they're like, no, this is what we're doing. And he's like, no, I know it. Won't, you know, I'm in charge. I'm the director. I heard, I heard a lot of, especially towards Gal. Right. And, and that lends credence to the whole, being she's the sole woman in that group of men. Um, Ray Fisher came. Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher has been like, I think this, you know, because I think with him and Zack Snyder, I seem like kindred spirits. And it was supposed to be Cyborg's movie. There was so much with his family that we're going to finally see. Two months ago. What's up? April 2020. That was when Cyborg's movie was slated to come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, and, and I just, I agree with you guys and Adam. It's like, I, I okay, is this Whedon situation, is it a Brian Singer where it's just known, nothing's going to be done. It's going to keep going on and on. Yes, it was proven in court that Brian Singer didn't sexually assault that underage minor, but that doesn't mean he's not holding these crazy parties. Like I know people that have been to these parties of his here in LA. Like they know, like it's kind of this open secret in LA. And I wonder if this is going to be like a Harvey Weinstein thing, where it's open secret for years and no one did anything about it until people. It was also up. proven in court that Jeffrey Epstein didn't rape minors for yeah, years. Exactly. So I mean, our, exactly. our justice system mean, is right. Yeah, I'm not going off story. that. I'm just saying, is it just known that Whedon is like, because now Charisma Carpenter came out again. There was another actress, I can't think of her name, on the show that had years ago come out against him. Or maybe it was his wife. Kai. What's her name? Yes. What's her name? Yes. Kai Cole. Kai, so yeah, that's what, yes. let me pause you for one second, Mikey, sure. because this morning at uh, 9 a.m., Ray Fisher tweeted, I believe Kai Cole and Charisma Carpenter. That's the entire tweet. 
So that's what of- I was looking up this morning again to go back to the history of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then so Berg comes out in def- not in defense of Whedon, but it was just like, no, we don't remember. I don't remember anything like this on set. He was upset that you didn't say booyah. Now hold on a second. I I think the booyah thing is cyborg. It's who he, what he does. It's from the Teen Titans. I could see if they had issues like, hey, that's the kids' cartoon. That's not us. But right. the fans wanted it. The fans love that moment. It's a so I, they didn't. It wasn't a denial, but it wasn't like it was a weird kind of pivot. I, I think what happens now, and I think so, Mikey, he, you're jumping over the place a little bit because I'm I want to make I'm sure. No, no, that's okay. So. What you are referring to right now is something that Berg said to Variety. Right. He said he referred to the tweet and said that it was categorically untrue that we enabled any unprofessional behavior and then said, I remember Fisher being upset that we wanted him to say booyah, which is a well-known saying of Cyborg in the animated series. Right. So now that's what you're referring to when he, when yeah, Ray Fisher brought in Jeff Johns and Jeff- In Ray's tweet, in Ray's tweet. So the first pair, this is three paragraphs. The first paragraph is Joss Whedon's onset treatment. So while they're on set of the cast and crew, which would presumably mean not just him. So right now, when we are in one of the biggest racial fights of our life, uh, when we're talking about when, when there is a talented black actor who is tweeting this, you have to wonder if this has to do with BLM or if this has to do with the fact that Joss Whedon treats everybody poorly. So when he says of the cast and crew, you have to assume he's talking about multiple people. Um, And if this is a racial thing, then that is unclear by this statement. He's saying the onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross. So trying to figure out what gross means. Abusive? Now, that could mean some even more serious things than gross could mean. Unprofessional, curious what that word is referring to, and completely unacceptable. I believe unacceptable is probably a conglomerate of things being gross, abusive, and unprofessional. All of that would be unacceptable. Um, So breaking just that first paragraph down, I know, Adam, you listened to um, Fat Man on Batman, and there have been other speculations out Fat there. Man Beyond. Oh, Fat Man Beyond, sorry. Fat Man Beyond. Um, uh, and there have been other speculations out there about what that actually looks like. What do you guys believe, gross, abusive, unprofessional? Obviously, this is all speculation. What are you guys thinking that's referring to? Well, the, the gross stuff, I think I tie that to the, the, the Wonder Woman scene that, that apparently Gal did not want Falling to Falling on the breasts. Yeah, to the point where it's Nicely not her done, in the scene. It's a stunt double, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, the fact that like... A, a, what are you saying is crazy that she didn't want to or that there was... Yeah, the- because you know what? Yeah, at that point, you know, she had had her movie and everything, but she's still an up-and-comer and a team player and like... Good for her for sticking. And her movie wasn't out yet. It wasn't the mega right. that it was. Right. So, so and he was probably looking down on it. I was like, no, you're going to do this. You haven't had a big film. You're doing what I say. I'm the director. Yeah. Um, the. Um, Did you, I mean. The unprofessional, um, you know, what they were saying on Fat Man Beyond was just that the way that Joss and probably emboldened by the other producers would talk shit about the Zack Snyder cut. Like essentially Mm. it was like this new club that was like, we have a movie that's effed and we need to fix it. And anything that was done before was like wrong. And like anybody who was hanging on to that vision were probably treated like crap for it because it was the wrong vision. What are you thinking about the word abusive? You know, that... That I really don't know. That goes to specific treatment of the people on set and the crew. And I would really like to know what, uh, what that refers to. I don't know. Well, here, to, to, to go on the abusive rocks, something very present that just came out, you know, that one, Anne Hathaway and that Actors on Actors said that comment about Chris Nolan with no chairs on set. 
And instantly people like, oh, he's it's ableism. This, this, and this, this is bullshit in Hollywood. And instantly his people came out and go, no, untrue. He absolutely has chairs on set. He just doesn't have the director's chairs around the video village. He doesn't allow cell phones on set and doesn't allow smoking. Those are the two things he doesn't allow. And no one on, 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 Weedon, on uh, Nolan's sets came out and said, yeah, we can't wear chairs. It sucks to work for this guy. They, they, they shut that down. This is a set like no one like Zack Snyder. The people love him. Every crew member that's ever been with him, kind of like Nolan's crew, he keeps the same crew with him. They love him. So now to have this guy come in, I'll bet they were. It's all the same crew that love Snyder. The new crew didn't come in. So here's a guy coming in. And do you guys remember the quote from Whedon where he talked about when he worked on Buffy and he was this kind of nerdy guy that was now suddenly like a god with all these young needy women at his feet, mm-hmm. like and he was talking about the temptations and all that, like. There's issues there with it was him a little a gross. I remember it's that gross, but there's issues where he is this nerdy guy that is in positions of power. He had a billion dollar Avengers hit, you know, and now here he is coming in DC to him. It's like, well, oh, I'm saving this franchise. I'm saving the DC universe. I did it at Marvel. I'm doing it DC now. And I'm the king. He seems like there's this history of this behavior. This, I think, is what this grossness is like. Imagine you imagine all of us. Let's say this. We've been doing the show five years. We love each other. We love Ryan. Ryan leaves. We get a new producer in there, and he wants to change every single thing we're doing. He's like, no, I'm the producer. I'm, you're, no, you're not doing the song at the beginning. I don't like that. I don't like Roxy's TV time. We're not doing that anymore. We'd all be like, oh, fuck this guy. You know, it's like, yeah, it's our show. That's, that's true, Mike. And we might use words like I'm professional, but that I don't think we would use abusive. To me, abusive is of the word choices. And who knows how much thought was put into the word choices. I would have to think a lot if you're tweeting it out. And also, we personally met Ray Fisher, and he seemed like somebody who's very choosy with his words. I, I don't know the guy very well, but we got I think we all got a very good energy from him and liked him a lot. Very good energy. Um, but great using guy. the word abusive, abusive is tied to verbally abusive, physically abusive, sexually abusive. Mentally right? abusive? mentally abusive yeah mentally abusive i think that all of those things usually uh come before abusive so i wonder what he is saying is abusive was was he verbally abusive on set was he saying things that were inappropriate what was abusive again we do not know so i don't believe we can fully speculate there but i I don't think this is the last we'll be hearing about what abusive means it sounds like he wasn't a very he didn't want to collaborate he probably didn't want to hear jack about what ray fisher thought right yeah Um, Zeno Hour in the chat has a great point that he said, I can see Booyah being a problem with what he felt like it was stereotyping, right? So let's move into that part. So okay. the, the reason we're even speculating that Booyah was one of the issues that Ray Fisher had is, of course, because John Berg said that he remembered that moment. Booyah is something going, rewinding a couple of years. We know the fans were, that was a moment in Justice League people were waiting for. We right. talked about it several times we asked on the him on show. The show to, if he, does he say it? Does know? he does he say booyah? When will he say booyah? There were bets going on how far in it would take till he said booyah. This was a is a big part of his character. If Ray Fisher did not want to say booyah because he felt a certain way about it, what do you do as a director? And what do you guys think is fair there? Adam coming to you again, how do you feel about the possible booyah controversy? Um, it's interesting because if he did express the feelings that, you know what, maybe this feels like a little, and I, I'm, I'm losing the exact word for saying it, but, but playing like a very stereotypically black character, and this is something black that he says, if he voiced that expression, the producers are not thinking Black Lives Matter. They're not thinking 2020. They're thinking, what are you making a big deal of? Because it's not in the ether yet. So they're not really thinking, they're not sensitive. This isn't 2020, it's a different conversation if this happens now. They're just like, why are you on your high horse, Ivy League bitch, like say the words, be happy to be in a movie. And because everybody is only so noble and has the right thing to do when it's this much in the media. But behind closed doors on the set, Ray Fisher had nobody to have his back. If in fact, that's the reason he had the problem with it. And I'm not saying like if I were the producer, I would have been like, well, maybe you're right. I don't know what I would have thought in the past because hindsight is 2020. But it sounds like Ray Fisher was voicing something real and they weren't hearing it. And they were like, no, say the words. That's what we want. Cyborg, 
Cyborg is about Booyah, and he, Ray Fisher thought maybe Cyborg was about a real deep character that he had worked on with Zack Snyder, and they found the truth in the character and didn't want to have to ape something that was set on a cartoon. <clears throat> Mike, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with Ryan, uh, with Adam. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, I, I feel the same way. I think it's interesting because I think of two different instances. One, I think, and I remember back to, if you guys remember X-Men Last Stand, the going around at the time, there was a big meme going around about, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That was a meme that was done from the animated series, and they put this on the internet. Well, they put that in the movie, and that gets groans every time it's people see it in the movie. Yeah, I remember sitting in the theater, the audience went nuts for it. But that now was you from watch the it. animated series. Yeah, it was. Well, it was. They took a. They just took his cartoon and they. Someone dubbed it. I'm a juggernaut, bitch. It wasn't the line. Someone put it in there, and it was just uh-huh. fun, funny. It's stupid internet thing. But they took a stupid internet thing, put it into the movie. This is not a stupid internet thing. This is his saying. But I get Ray Fisher's side where he's like, "That's the animated series. It's a Teen Titans. You watch Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. It's childish. It's fun. It's childish. That's not what they're doing. I get it. I don't think he's ever said booyah." In the early comic books, which they were, which they were the '80s comics with Cyborg. I, I don't believe think they ever used he Booyah. did. I believe he uh, did. I, I, I think that's a later thing with like a New Fifty Two. It might be possible. However, uh, I guess playing devil's advocate for a second here. Please do. I and I have to do this incredibly carefully, and this could be where my ignorance shows. I feel like I'm missing a piece here. I'm not quite understanding why booyah would be a racially insensitive phrase for somebody to say that's the part that i'm not like i i don't know if if there is history to that word i'm unaware of it um and if this is just a disagreement between a director and a character about this happens all the time on set where care actors say i don't feel like my character would say this and the director usually wins i'm not saying that he shouldn't hear him out and again if this has racial ties then i'm unaware of what they are because i'm i'm not sure what the word here's booyah i don't think it has and again i'm a white guy so i don't think i don't know but rox i think this is the thing i think the true test is when we see that Snyder cut if Booyah's in there. Because we'll yeah. see. That. But here's the thing also, and this is a great point. It just came up. If you guys if you guys follow, you guys got to follow David Ayer on Twitter. He's phenomenal. A lot of talk about the, the, the Ayer cut. They had asked him, they hated the line of BET. And he goes, not mine. That was not an Ayer line. Well, that one, that one. And that was a very racial crap line to say. That was That's awful. what I'm saying. That was clearly. That this was to me, when I think about like Booyah, I feel like people say that word and don't even know that I think it has they say, like, cyborg like where ties. Some people say boom, like boom. boom. Yeah, like I I say boom all the yeah. boom or like. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think they should have explained it maybe if Ray didn't see it that way. Like there's certain lines in comics the characters say like it's clobbering time. We have to hear the thing say it's clobbering time. You have to hear Wolverine's call someone bub. It, it's just the character. That's that. It's, it's, the, it's throughout the comics. Fans want it. I get where Jeff Johns and, and Berg were saying, I, I, if that was an issue, I, I don't know if I agree with it. I don't know if, 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 if it, that was the Yeah, I don't know on. where I lie on that. You know, if he, yeah. if he was extremely adamant and had very clear reason, then you got to hear him out. Right. But just hearing this story, I feel like this isn't what, I feel like Ber- John Berg is trying to right now, and I don't know him, but my speculation would be John Berg is trying to get the fans a little bit on their side by right. showing like, this is the issue that happened when maybe that right. was one of 80 issues that happened. Right. He didn't want to say booyah. We now, had him say booyah for this, you guys, this. the fans. You wanted that. He's, think about you know? this. He's the producer. If there was a problem with the director and actor, a producer would be caught in to mediate it. Right. So if he's talking about something that he probably dealt with. He's not talking about the other things that were just on set all the time. A producer's not on I mean, it seems like on Justice League, they were on set a lot. But I could see where this is like something like, hey, talk to the guy. Go to his trailer. Talk to him. I can't talk to him. He's calling a racial thing on me. Explain and, booyah and to And to be him. fair, I don't know that it was a racial disagreement. It could have been purely a character one. I'm right. just saying I could possibly see him feeling that way. Like, oh, that sounds like kind of like, um, I don't know, just like a stereotypical kind of way of talking. And this is not the character we've- That he's created. Yeah, right. yeah. You're, you're shoehorning this in here. I think there's a lot more to this story that's gonna come out. The, it just seems the like- other thing that I feel unfortunate mm-hmm. for, for Ray Fisher, who by the way, in case I haven't said it yet, 
I think it's very impressive that he came forward. I think that this is only detrimental to his career. I don't think him coming forward at all was helpful to his career. So the fact that he is coming forward means he clearly had to get something off of his chest. Um, so I'm, I'm impressed with his ability would, to think, do that. Do you think maybe Rox, he was uh, it's not inspired, but yeah, inspired by Boyega? Yeah. Possibly, very he possibly. He really came forward. He was just like, you know what? I, very possibly. I, mean, I think Boyega is inspiring to a lot of people. I mean, I think Boyega is incredibly inspiring. And I, I, I think that both of them, we're going to see if Hollywood really Rox, has changed, if the two can, of them have an easy time or a hard time finding work after this. But can I add, real quick, Rox, let me just, okay. take, I think, and Adam, what you were saying, I think if this is true, the Afflecks need to come forward. That's, so that's this. exactly what I was getting. My, my point was about to be, Mike, that the problem with him is, the problem with this is right now, Gal Gadot has Wonder Woman already coming out. Momoa has Aquaman 2 that is coming out. Ezra Miller is in deep hot water right now. We don't even know what the F is happening with right. him. Very unclear. The only one who really could come out and say something is Ben Affleck. And I feel it's very likely that Joss Whedon was not treating Ben Affleck the same way that he was treating Ray Fisher or any of the other people on set because it's Ben Affleck. So Ben Affleck might have had a completely different experience and might not be able to come forward with the same types of things. But I think I think whether it's Cav- especially Cavill have had to have dealt with something or at least seen it. He was there all the Cavill's time. Cavill's also possibly still their Superman. But he they need to support him because if you're I agree, is united, I agree. I agree, but it's challenging. Cast. I agree, right. but I don't want to come at any of them who are still paying their bills I, from this. And uh, and Ray Fisher is not right now. So that's they're in a little bit of a different situation. They should still come forward because it's the right thing to do, but it's challenging. It's challenging. Um the life I love is making music, my friends, and I can't wait to get out on the road again. It's Willie Nelson. I can't believe. Thank you. That's John Denver. Chat actually. Thank you. Thank I you. Mu- I don't know music. Come By the on. way, speaking of the chat, thank you guys for joining us here live today at DC Movie News, Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, every single week. It's Adam, Mike, Johnny, and myself, and of course, our amazing producer, Ryan Nelson. And we love you guys being in here. If you could do us this favor, we would really appreciate it. If you're watching us live, give us a thumbs up if you're listening to us wherever you're listening to your podcast five star leave a comment we love hearing what you guys have to say what do you think about what's going on right now do you think we're going to hear more from ray fisher what do you think about the booyah situation and everything to come for the rest of the show today please let us know your thoughts but again we currently have uh 270 people watching live and 71 thumbs up so let's get those thumbs going appreciate you guys always in here uh commenting along and and making us uh, the best show that we could possibly be giving a shout out to somebody who gave a super chat earlier. Daniel drew said happy 270th episode y'all. Wow. Wow. 270 episodes. Wow. Damn. Damn. We've been at this for a minute. All right, let's uh, move forward and I'll see you guys at episode 300 down the line. Dean Kane, what's happening? Tell me what's going on guys. All okay. right. Go so, ahead. Adam. Um, Dean Kane pretty much was like, you know, in defending the, a lot of people have been attacking the police and defund the police and all this. And I think Dean Kane was just like, the police are heroes. And, you know, if I was Superman today, you know, I wouldn't be able to say truth, justice in the American way anymore because of these left-wing uh, liberals that America is under attack. It was very much that kind of stuff. And, the Twitter and internet just unloaded on this guy about how much he didn't understand Superman. Superman's an immigrant, written by two Jewish immigrants. Choose us in the American way back then meant something about supporting immigrants, fighting fascism, and the very opposite things that it would mean today. So, you know... The guy, it's just not a good look for Dean Kane. as all. But this is this is a long line of Dean Kane being a right wing diehard MAGA. Like he he did a whole big thing on immigrants, and I got into him with on Twitter, and he responded to me, and I was like, oh my god. And he and I go out. It's it sad. I just I I said to him, I was like, you know, it's in, I have to say what this. What year are we talking about? Like two years ago. Okay. And I said, Mr. Kane, growing up as a kid, I idolized you as Superman. It's sad to see my idol fall so far. You were you, you do not embody the spirit of Superman. And he's like this and this. And I was like, Superman is an, he's called, he's an alien. He is illegally on this planet. And he went through some kind of mental gymnastics with like Kansas state laws that would allow the Kents to adopt him. I go, yeah, but they were, no way. They I go, they didn't write Kal-El on the birth certificate. They wrote Clark Kent. So they lied on a government document. 
He is an illegal alien. And then I threw up, I just go, you know what, Dean? Forget this. I'll make it simple for you. And I threw up a picture of Superman protecting immigrants going, no, I'm an illegal alien as well. And I go, done. And then he, what did he say? He didn't respond to it. And now Tom King, one of the greatest writers right now in, in comics, went at him. He, he goes like, you know, he said, I think he's like, you mf'er. He's like, Superman, I wrote in, he goes, I wrote in a comic recently, Truth, Justice, in the American Way. And he showed Superman saying this. And he's like, well, thank you, sir. But the MF was a bit harsh. He's like, no, because you're telling people not to wear masks and that's killing people out there. Like, and he goes, and I'm sorry. So if you don't, if you don't think, he made fun of him, call him kind of wimpy. He's like, well, I've served for this country and you wore a cape on TV, pal. Like he obliterated him, obliterated yes. him. And the well, fact is, Superman, and I wrote it, I tweeted it last night. You mentioned Superman and the conservatives that love Superman, they lose their minds because they don't understand that Superman, like, Superman supports the police. They go, Superman wouldn't support a police officer killing someone. Okay, like, well, the blue lives to, matter. I was like, nope. Superman I have would be to jump in them. here one more time with Superman Red Sun. I couldn't believe this. There's a part where the American version of Superman called Superior Man, which is a clone made by Lex Luthor, puts his fists out and literally says, America first. And I'm like, they just effing went there. Like they give these people that that green light, the DC movies, the animated films, that was the most adult, relevant kind of thing. They were making a very direct comment on both sides of the argument. I think, again, I have to say that that film is so relevant to right now, you need to watch it. Um, I'm going to watch it tonight, buddy. Thank you for reminding me. All right. Well, speaking of relevant comments, let's talk um, a little Henry Cavill well, in uh, here. It's oh, what you got, Adam? I'll just say this: if the, if the people okay. want to, you know, I get it. Superman's a fictional okay. character, but these characters, like like the the, the two Jewish writers that wrote those, uh, Siegel and Schuster, back in the day, they speak politically because they couldn't speak out back then. So they use these comics. So comics are incredibly political, and they teach us our morals as kids growing up. And it's sad to see someone like Dean Cain. You know, you see someone like Chris Evans who embodies Captain America. And if you watch, read him on Twitter, he fights like daily for American, the American way of life. It, I'm going to try to transition this again. Speaking of sorry. Superman, guys, let's talk about our Superman right now. Henry Cavill. Uh, he was doing some uh, press talking about The Witcher. And he was talking to, I think this was big ticket podcast for Variety. He said, the rumors get wilder and wilder by the day. The amount of speculation, the stuff I read on the internet, it's extraordinary and sometimes frustrating. And when you see people stating stuff as fact, like, no, that's not the case. That hasn't happened and that conversation isn't happening. But the the important thing is that people are excited about it. And I think it's important to be excited about a character like Superman. Superman is a fantastic character. If people are chatting about it, and even if they're making stuff up, it's okay, because that means they want to see the character again. And in an ideal world, I would absolutely love to play the character again. Thoughts on that? Mikey, I'm coming to you. Uh, there's been, we've talked about yeah. Izzy, isn't he back and forth? Yeah. But in um, an ideal world, he would love I think to. He makes sense. Like he makes sense. He sees it all the time. Like he's not getting caught up in it. He's like, you know, fans are going to say what they're going to say. You, I, I think he's been the he's been the most kind of distance from the the Snyder cut. I think, but uh, I'm very curious why he is like that. I don't know. And maybe it is because he does have that cape still, and he's like, I'm not going to jeopardize anything. I'm just, I've got a. I know what I've. We know what we filmed. If they see it someday, then now he's saying you're going to see it. You'll, you've got your answer. And someday, and he's like, you might not have gotten your answer, but now you're going to get your answer. Um, I think he played it like, I think he's out there. I think maybe he, as far as an actor, is kind of like, this is so much drama. I want to show up. I want to make movies. You know, sometimes movies get made. Sometimes movies don't get made. And, and we're going to keep on going. Um, what are you thinking, Adam? Oh, I was just trying to find like his exact comment. Didn't he say something what while in, in that article about how people were now going to be able to see the film and what he thought about it? Or? Yeah, that's what he was like. It's going to come out. You're going to get your answers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he's just excited for people to see it. There's been so much speculation about the black Superman suit. Um, like I've said before, the one thing, the thing I'm most excited to see in the Snyder Cut by far uh, is how he originally planned to resurrect Superman because Zach seemed very excited about that. Yeah. And what we got was the 
grave digging scene. I don't know, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know if that was even originally part of it, like digging up right. the body like that or, or any of that. But um, I'm just really curious to see what that part of it is. I mean, Superman was the thing that, that bothered me the most about the Batman v Superman theatrical cut. I felt like the character was not treated right. Um, there was no hope, no optimism. It was super grim, dark. Every time he came on screen, there was like a really negative musical cue and a minor key. Um, and it wasn't for me. Um, and then I saw the extended cut of Justice of the Batman v Superman, and I liked it so much more. It's yeah. the only version I'll watch of that film. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm super optimistic as to what this means. Um, I know we have some other related stuff to talk about with regard to this, like like that Ben Affleck stuff. Is that a good time to loop? Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. So on, on some of these very reputable websites, like we got this covered and then it was picked up by some other people. There was reports that Ben Affleck had signed a new contract with HBO Max to return as Batman. Um, and so that obviously led to wild speculations about him appearing in a sub Snyderverse that will exist on HBO Max. Um, and my thought yeah, about- Just so you know, the statement, Ben has indeed signed a new contract and he is coming back. The official announcement is expected to be had either at DC Fandom or during Justice Con. One of the two, we're going to get that announcement, but it's going to happen before September. We're going to get an official announcement and we're going to get the Snyderverse Batman dot, 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 returning. Um, that was what the statement was. Uh, go ahead, Adam. But what, what I was going to say is I believe this is a new cut of the film, the, jo the Zack Snyder version. And I would imagine that to re-release it on HBO Max, all of the actors had to sign a new contract or an addendum of that contract because it's essentially a new production. Uh, it's a new cut. So there'll be different royalties for the actors and they need to get paid. And if that's the truth, then yeah, Ben Affleck signed a contract to return as Batman on HBO Max. It's called the Snyder Cut. It was announced. Let's talk about other cuts, guys, because Snyder Cut is not the only cut that people are trying to push right now in the DC. Uh, release the air cut. Release the air cut is a cut that we've been speaking about for several months on the show. And David Ayer himself tweeted out say in response to a fan who said, David, is there anything you can say regarding whether or not your cut exists and the chances we'll see it? This was on July 1st. David Ayer responded and said, cut definitely exists. You'll need to ask at AT&T and at HBO Max to see to let it see the sunlight. So he's asking the fans to ask the, the big bosses to see the cut on top of that there was more news about who the big boss of the um suicide squad was um he was talking about let me find this right now but while i'm looking for that what do you guys think about the fact that release the air cut is on the horizon too soon uh <laughs> It's it's taken a little bit of the wind out of the sails, maybe, but it does sound like there is another cut there. Uh, he also revealed on Twitter that the big boss, which was such a bad CGI villain at the end of a really disappointing film, was actually supposed to be a parody. Um, yeah. And Ayer said that. So yeah, the quote was, there was supposed to be a parademon boss fight that got killed in prep, so it was a big uh, boss fight with Incubus. Yeah. 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 I, so. I think it, it sounds, I think the wording was a little wrong. I don't think that the parademons were the bosses. I think it was a boss, like a boss level fight. Right. Um, with the enchantress was still the bad guy, but it was parademons instead of that swirly stuff at the end and incubus. Like incubus was ridiculous. We're like, this just makes no sense. The whole incubus plot. Like it was always like, yeah, that was a whole, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I still like this. Uh, I still like Suicide I Squad. Do you guys know I do? My, well, loves it. My girlfriend loves Suicide Squad. I do. I do. Uh, Mikey, yeah, buddy. What's up? The fact that Suicide Squad, it sounds like a lot of the ties to the Justice League films were taken yeah. out of Suicide Squad. Someone, did you hear the, because he is, Eric was on Twitter saying we were the, we were the appetizer for Justice League. Right. They were setting up parademons because the mother box is what Enchantress was after. And the that, that swirling thing in the sky was supposed to be a boom tube. 
this was going to set up Justice League. Right. So do at what point did they did they already know that they were going to be walking away from Snyder or that vision while they were? I think I think the day the day BBS the week BBS came out, I think that's when WB went in fucking fire mode like just you could tell from the, the the weekend box office after the first week that's when wb went nuts it, it went was like that. we got to fix snyder's cut you're in editing right now we're changing everything justice league we're going different on that zach or gallon patty we don't care about you because you're over there and you're you know women filmmakers and that movie's not going to do well at all you Let know that that's behind the curtain on. for a second from you guys we are currently at 2 p.m either you guys got to get anywhere or can we keep going no, and talk about going. a few more things we'll keep going all right. The people need us, Roxy. The people, they need us. the people need us, and they this do. is the priority right I now. Need you too. And they need us to continue to speculate. And I want to do so right now because I don't know if you guys saw that there is a secret movie number one, and there is a secret movie number two going on on DC Fandom. So oh. with Fandom, there's going to be so much conversation that takes place. But there was a a drop bar. Uh, for topics that you could ask about. So, you know, people are submitting questions. Is and there a on- website, Roxy, for this fandom? Like, is yes. there like a website um, address? Yes, it's a DC fandom question site. Uh, I think I can get you the, maybe Ryan Send can guess the what link. the actual it, site yeah, is. I, I didn't know if they like an official kind of site. Yeah, so it's a site. It's a okay. site, but hopefully he can get that for us. Thanks, but Ryan. In, in the drop bar, uh, it says select topic. And if you roll it down, one of the things we'll say, so it says like Young Justice Outsiders, Zack Snyder. And then one of the categories is Secret Movie 1. And another one of the categories is Secret Movie 2. So people, of course, are speculating hmm. what's Secret Movie 1 and what's Secret Movie 2. Obviously, there are, these are announcements that possibly are going to be made. Um, whether or not this is a movie we already know about, like a Black Adam no. or a New Gods or a Green Lantern. Uh, where does your mind go immediately when you hear Secret Movie 1 and Secret Movie 2? My mind, Roxy, goes to this. I think we're seeing this pandemic is causing a global shift in the way studios market their films. I think Comic-Con is going to go back to what it used to be. I think we're going to learn from like D23 and now this fandom where they can save so much money and they get you know, everyone can see it. You're not cramming people in a hall age. Like I think the things that are going to be dropped on this fandom were going to be what was going to be in hall age. I think that's absolutely what this was going to be. I think because so too. I, so I, and I think they're going to realize like, Ooh, we can get this out to everybody Ch- cheaper than bringing a couple stars to comic-con for, you know, 6,000 people to see in hall age. Um, I think this fandom is going to be, if it's a hit, it's going to be a thing from now on. Uh, the two movies speculation off the top. That's going to, one is ju- uh, green lantern. I, I bet that'll be a Lantern movie of some kind. And I don't know what the other one is. I have no clue. What do you think, Adam? You know, I was going to say a Green Lantern project, too. And I don't know if it's if that's going to be one of the movies or the HBO Max series or something. But I have a feeling, you know, I, there is another rumor on comicbook.com today about a Zatanna movie. Oh, I saw um, that, yeah. I feel like it will be another female-led movie. Um, whether it's Satana or... Do you think possible Batgirl update? Possible Supergirl update? Remember we had heard about both those movies being in, uh, being talked about? Yeah, I do think so. Um, I do think there'll be updates about the Batman too, obviously big time. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder if we might get some footage. Flash. The Flash could easily be one of these big movies too. With the Michael Keaton rumor, that seems like that time would be right. Um, Over or under that they address what happened with Ezra Miller? Oh, never. No, no, think literally never. They're not going to. No. Are you out of your mind, Roxy? Okay. They, they, I think this is the rug and they've gone. Or he gets fired one way or the other. We're either not going to hear about it or he gets fired. I don't think we're going to hear uh, Ezra. Had he's this not getting thing. fired. Just what because if they he's so bring him on he's stage so- and, and then um, Margot Robbie comes out and she takes him and strangles him and takes him to the ground and says, Payback's a bitch and walks off. Thoughts? Yeah, most likely that's going to happen. That is the I'm just thinking, best idea ever. Just like a, if I'm, you know, brainstorm, oh just kind of spitballing what could happen. Um, payback's a bitch. Put- oh, I don't know. Yeah, Wonder Woman's been released too. Um, I'm predicting sometime spring of nah, 2023. I, I think I'm. I, I think 
we're, we're canceled movie seasons for this year. I don't think there's movies coming out. You don't out think October season. we'll be seeing a Wonder Woman? Yeah, I think we're done. Cool, cool. I think I'm this so country excited. screwed itself up for the past three months. We're back at you know square what? one. This year rocks. Um, no, it, it's a kind of, it's a tough year rocks, actually. This year is so great. This is um, a great, great year. I agree. Let's- like, we just shut down everything in LA again. I yeah. can't see Tenet coming out in August now. Like, how does that happen? Here's the uh, thing. We would be seeing open- movies right now if we would have all three months ago shut it down. Like there was a great article today by a scientist. Uh, I, I forgot the links. It's, and he says, if the country for four weeks will shut air travel, shut everyone in their house, masks only out if you need to, we will beat this in four weeks. That's the time frame it needs to like, it would have everyone Not away happen. from everyone, but it's never going to happen. It's never well, going to happen in this country. It'll happen in other parts of the world, and it has. won't happen here because we're too damn I, selfish. I agree with you, Mike. Zeno Hour just pointed out new gods. Again, just th- thinking of the times, thinking a little politically, black female director-led major DC film, great time to announce new gods is actually happening. Yeah, everybody very happy. And again, that doesn't need to tie into anything specific. You know, it's, it's not a doesn't care what's going on with the Batman. It's its own thing. I, I think a great time to announce that. And she's always, and Ava, Ava DuVernay is constantly tweeting out about it. People, if you ask stuff to her, I see she her respond to a lot of, uh, responds to the, a lot of the, the new gods talk. Yeah. I changed my guess. I think I agree with Zeno hour. I think that's one of the two big reveals. So new you think gods, Green Lantern I, and you think, uh, Flash and new gods is what I'm going with. You think Flash and new gods? Now, yes. guys, have you heard this? Uh, have you heard this? That if you subscribe, to, there's this thing on DC Universe. If you subscribe to that, they're giving you a deal on HBO Max. And people are saying oh. that this is the way that they're going to get rid of DC Universe. Because once you do that, you'll have HBO Max and they can phase out DC Universe. First of all, this is only for, I did it because I'm did a you? subscriber to both. Okay. So I immediately canceled my HBO and added the thing. So it's like, for now, it's $4.99. So now for, I guess, whatever it is, like $11.99 a month, I get both DC Universe and HBO really? Max. Yes. Mm. Because HBO is? Universe, yeah, DC Universe is like eight bucks, right? Or something like that. Oh, I should do that thing because I'm paying them separately. Yes, that's so that's what I did. But this only is for the length of the remainder of your current DC Universe subscription. Oh, so however okay. many months after that, then you're going to have to be paying full price for HBO gotcha. Max. But yeah, people are saying- Oh, my head hurts thinking about that. Guys, I think we should start playing a drinking game on the show. Anytime we say cut, uh, then you guys have to drink. Cause release, I'll be drunk in two minutes. Release the Schumacher cut, guys. There's apparently a Joel Schumacher Batman Forever 170 oh, minute a cut guys, that hold exists. On. That, is, that is old news. That is a- what is that? It's 170 no, there minutes? No, there, there's no, it's not a Snyder, it's not a Schumacher cut. It's just the film that they added I'm out, just making up, stuff. I didn't read, release the Schumacher no, cut. There is, I read the original script. There's, it, it goes much more into that, the giant Right, you've scene. told us. There, it's, right. a, it's a very different script. It opens up in Arkham Asylum. Um, instead of closing with it, it opens in Arkham Asylum. There's a script out there. If you want to know what the Schumacher cut is, Google Batman Forever, uh, shooting draft and you'll see it it's, it's a good film it's def it's different let than us have seen. our drinking game fun why are you the trying to keep the people sober 170 minute cut exists of the film yeah and, um, do you know anything about that mikey no it's not getting made anymore because he's dead no no no. that it, it did no, get that, shot but that exists that it exists i think they shot the movie but they cut it when they were editing the film it was like okay this doesn't it's like it's like the ultimate cut they shot that film they edited it and they released it. It's out. I think it's probably in the archives somewhere. It's done. The effects are done. I've seen screenshots from Mikey it. Mikey got grumpy. Because we it's made like, Mikey that's a grumpy. Film that you guys rag. Everyone rags on now. I'm not ragging on I know anything. Your guys are. Let me live my life. Well, I listen, I I just want to say if there was in fact a longer, darker version of that film, it it's, would, it is. It is. There is. Because I don't like just, that film very much. But, but they, you know, Batman Robin came, Batman Returns came out. It was completely, you know, darker than what they thought. I was like, all right, well, we got to trim some stuff here. But right. it's it's there. It's not like they have to add effects for it. It's done. I've seen screenshots from the deleted scenes and stuff. Yeah. Got to yeah. move forward. Only a couple more minutes left that we can do this show right now. So, Sue, let's talk a little bit about HBO Max. I know we mentioned it before. It still hurt, boggles my brain to think about HBO Max and DCU and all the whatever, but they're adding a ton of DC movies. 
Uh, this will very much so help with Mikey's inner geekdom studying. So it I'm just sure did. I just watched all the Supermans. Uh, how, so are you guys happy about this? Happy that the DC movies are being added to HBO Max? Yeah, I think, like Adam had said, it, to me, it's it's very upsetting that we have an HBO Max and a DC universe. But I get the, the, the need for the two this different ones. This is very upsetting. Because I'll say this. Like, if you look at the comics alone on DC Universe, to me, that I hope that does not go away. Maybe make it $2.99 a month. That is so wonderful to have the entire DC library at your fingertips. They have all like they have all the animated shows. They're not gonna. I mean, I'm saying like Superman the animated series. In this quarantine, I've gone through Batman the animated series, Beyond, and now I'm doing Superman the animated series. Like, I don't know if they'll put those on HBO Max. So DC's got to have something. I think they need to lessen their cost, make it just the animated, no new stuff, just old content, comic books. DC Universe or HBO Max will be the TV shows, the movies. Yeah. And then do have a bundle. I like, just wanted I think, to know if you were happy that the movies were coming. Long story happy, short, Adam? I am. Of course. Adam, you're in? You want more yeah, DC no, titles? It, it, is, it is a very confusing marketplace right now because you have Warner Brothers owns all this. And you're like, why did the movies disappear off DC Universe? Now they're over here. Some of them are over here. Yeah. It is, it's not doing what it's supposed to do, which is supposed to make it easy and accessible to be a fan. It's like, I, I, I just want to see it all in one place. I know, I know. It all, not like, oh, wait, Batman, uh, Return, of the jo- uh, Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond. Oh, that one is on Netflix. Adam makes a good point. Like Superman, the animated series, that's a WB owned show. Put it on there. Like, why is it not? Like, I think the DC universe should just be the comics then. And WB owns all the content. Put that all on your, you know, they've got at the bottom. If you go to HBO Max, they've got like the DC bubble. Put it in there. Make it easy for Titans? people. You want to see Titans and Doom Patrol just stay yeah. on there? No, put Titans and Doom Patrol on HBO Max. You should you should work from uh, for them and tell them what we. Well, they're down the, the road. Maybe we go bang on the. I'll have a sign out front. Yeah, I agree. Are we one more story. What? I mean, we didn't do TV time. I know we're way over, but I know. There's one more story, though, that we want to talk about. Um, you guys know I'm not a gamer, but I am curious from you guys at that new Arkham Batman video game rumor reveal. Uh, uh, I'm a what? little pissed off about it, to be honest All right. with you, Roxy. What are you pissed They've off about? They've been teasing this for over a year. For yeah. over a year. Last September, WB Montreal put up, like, symbols that were supposed to be, like, the Court of Owls, and then they've yeah. gone radio silent. This has been so frustrating to me. There's a, there's a certain point when you tease something for so long, it turns people off. Because you're like, give us something. Tell us. Because they, they have never come out and said, we've got this game. They have never officially announced the game, the title. They're just teasing it. It seems like they want to tease it. Then someone pulled back and said, nope, can't say it yet. It is turning yeah. people off to the point where it's just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Yeah, I'll buy it. But you're ruining the anticipation. If you tease something for so long and then you're like, so it's very frustrating. I, I, you know. They said it was going to be announced because then it was like E3, it's going to be announced. That got canceled. Then it was going to be when the PlayStation 5 was announced. Nothing happened. Now they're saying it's going to be announced at fandom. I'm sure it's not going to happen then. It's like, what are you waiting on, guys? It's like, come on. Well, we'll at least you'll yeah. get it eventually. That's my thoughts. Okay. I'm pissed off about Adam, that. Any, any final thoughts on that before we get out of here? I don't think we have time well, for TV time today. Uh, no, I'm just excited that there will be another game. I'm, yeah. I'm been playing man eater recently just been eating people as a giant shark man eater yeah just been a shark growing into a giant let him live his life if he wants to be a man eater well i'm playing mortal Kombat, ripping people's heads off and pushing my fist through their spines i gotta say i'm most excited about the avengers game coming up if i'm thinking about games um, i hope that's gonna be good it looks a little playstation 3 ish to me i think it's gonna be good but we'll see um and yeah of course i'd like another arkham game but we've had some great ones already so I, i'd like to see some new things i really would like to see and here's the thing like with adam said like arkham knight they kept delaying that movie a while game uh, the game a while because they're like it's not ready it's not but we knew it was coming so if this game is just keeping delayed or not talking about because it it's not ready fine but yeah, tell why us can't you, got you say the, it why say can't you got the game say the name tell us the name tell us what it's about go hey we're not releasing it till it's ready if that's a year from now fine just do that but don't tease these pictures and they not say anything yeah playstation teased the spider-man game and just like a random playstation commercial you're like yeah. what the hell is that and then they're like oh oh sorry did we yeah. bad. Were we just yeah, exactly we'll buy it we'll show up for it we'll buy it just don't be a jerk about it don't be a dick 
You're right. Don't be jerks. And guys. everybody, that's just life advice for this week. I guess so. Before we see you next week, life advice from Mikey Christmas. Don't be a jerk about it. Don't be a dick. If everybody yeah. could just live by that, we'd be in a much better planet. Wear a mask. Wear uh, a mask like this. Not like this. Like this. Very true. Got to cover that nose. Guys, we are getting out of here. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us in the last few seconds as you are watching this show. Please thumbs up this video. Uh, almost 300 people watching live, 115 wow. thumbs up. So get those thumbs going. If you're watching after the fact, Do we this. would love Do you this. to leave a comment. That really helps with the algorithms. Let us know your thoughts. We read all of your comments and we want to know what you guys are thinking. Until next week, Adam Gertler, where can the people keep up with you? Uh, I, I know there's no TV time. I'm going to use this time to say, oh, if you haven't seen the latest Doom Patrol, it's an episode called Sex Patrol. And it is... Um, it has uh, uh, some maturity. What do we used to say on this show? Some sensuality. sensuality. There is some sensuality on this episode. Dagestan. by Flex Mentalo from last season comes back. Um, DC Daily on DC Universe just had their last show today. Um, episode 450. And yours truly makes a little cameo on that episode so oh, nice buddy i think you could watch that for no free. way i'm in a very uh i'm in some really um exclusive company bidding the team a farewell so check that out you can find me at adam gertler mike you what about you, you find me at my new twitter my second twitter at mike kanowski <laughs> underscore that's where i am that's where i am calls and havoc with ex-superman himself Thank you to our amazing producer, Ryan Nilsson. You guys can find him at Ryan Nilsson. Uh, and you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at DC Movie News Live on the Twitters. Let us know your thoughts. Johnny LaQuasto has been back in full force tweeting things out, so we appreciate him. Uh, you can find him at Jay Quasto still, I believe. Did I just make that up? No, pretty sure that's right. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.